back to another episode of Somewhere Between, a podcast made by Asian adoptees for Asian adoptees. Today we'll be discussing birthdays with our two special guests, Tara and J. Mike. Hello, I'm Tara. I am adopted from China, specifically Ningbo City, which is south of Shanghai. And I also have a podcast of my own called Adopted Babies from China, which is specifically for Chinese adoptees. And I'm looking forward to talking about birthdays with you guys. Hello, you guys. I'm J. Mike. I'm originally from the Philippines, um, Negro City, uh, Negros. Uh, I'm sorry, from Bacolod City, Negros Occidental. It's a province, and I was officially adopted in in the United States uh, uh, from my father, who's uh, an officer from the U.S. Navy. And yeah, that's about it. <laughs> It's great to have you guys on today. Um, so we're going to open up the floor with the general question of how do you celebrate your birthday? I personally don't really celebrate my birthday. I've not really been into celebrating birthdays too much. So that's my personal take. When I have celebrated my birthday, it's usually been a very small celebration involving chocolate in some format, whether it be cake, <laughs> ice cream, or candy. Oh, definitely support that. <laughs> How about you, Jamie? I used to not care very much about my birthdays when I was much younger, given the fact that it, at the time it just felt like another day. Um, like in the last few years, I just celebrated my birthday in just the most ridiculous ways, like going traveling. Part of it is my excuse to leave, escape from work which is not my number one excuse every time I use my birthdays, but just celebrate by just, I guess, going out and eat. Mm -hmm. I definitely agree with that. I feel like birthdays for me is a good way. It's kind of like a good excuse to do something really fun with friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But when I was little, I definitely, I thought it was super cool because you, when you're younger, you get presents. And like, um, usually for me, there was more family involved. And I got like a whole bunch of toys. So it was really exciting for me when I was really young. Uh, but now it's kind of like, eh, another day. Yeah. I mean, when I was much younger, I mean, my dad would uh, give me like toys or take me out to a restaurant. And that was like the only good thing I can say about my birthday. But as I became an adult, it's just like I kind of cared less about it. Until I guess until I got a bit older and uh, like a lot older, like because right now I'm in, I'm in my mid thirties, and the last few years I'm like should I shouldn't treat my birthday as like if it's nothing. I thought I should just have a little fun with it. I mean I owe myself that much. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm a little bit different from you guys in that for me, kind of birthdays have always been super special. Uh, I always loved having them because then it meant like I'd see friends, like I'd ha we get to celebrate together or do something fun or, you know, just like special foods um, or kind of like the day could go your way almost in my family. Mm -hmm. It'd be like one of the days my brother would try to not pick on me <laughs> and like throw things at me. So that was a huge plus. That um, is a huge plus. <laughs> and then I think as I got older, I just really started – appreciating them more too for beyond that of you know like as I mentioned it is a time to like connect with people uh like random people in your life just pop out and they're like oh yeah happy birthday and you haven't spoken to them in a while so it's a nice chance for that <laughs> it is always interesting to see the people who wish you a happy birthday 
actually like in like rather quite recently it's just becoming a norm where facebook friends are just dropping by and say happy birthday and for some reason that meant a whole lot more than say for example my coworkers are saying happy birthday to me because of course they're obligated to say that but i feel there's a lot more genuine reaction coming from people who are are just basically just ran into my life and just say happy birthday and i'm like oh that is so nice thank you i feel like i'm the opposite because i don't like when just random people tell me happy birthday because i feel like it's something i celebrate with like people close to me and so like uh, i don't know if you guys use it on facebook but it can tell people when it's your birthday so i have that turned off because i think it's kind of weird i don't want like mm-hmm. random people that i don't really talk to that much saying happy birthday i agree yeah I kind of feel similar. I mean, it's nice because I'm like, oh, thanks. Um, but it's also sometimes like it, it feels a little almost ingenuine because mm-hmm. you don't really know much else about me. But like you do know my birthday. Like if right. you were to look the fact about you, like, you wouldn't even know like where I come from or that I'm like even adopted, like basic facts. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the crazy thing about adoption too, especially for a lot of Asian adoptees is our birthday may not be our birthday. And I personally am an exception to that. I actually did find out my birthday is my birthday about three years ago when I went back to China. And I think since learning that my birthday is actually my birthday, September 14th, I'll just throw it out there. I guess we could always (laughs) say our birthdays. Uh, With that in mind, though, finding out my birthday is actually my birthday after so many years of celebrating. I'm now almost 27 years old that it almost seemed like there was a shift in how I felt about my birthday because I found out it actually was my birthday. And I don't know Mm -hmm. for the rest of you, J. Mike and the hosts, if you guys know that your birthday is your birthday or if it's just something that the orphanage or police officers gave to you guys. Sorry, you're almost I'm... jumping in there for a second, but uh, how did you figure out your birthday? When I went back to the orphanage, they gave me the paperwork that my parents and myself have both have already seen. But along with the paperwork, there was a gum wrapper that had lunar calendar birthday and uh, I guess the regular calendar. <laughs> I'm not really sure. And so it was confirmed, but it was it was handwritten probably in most likely my birth mother's handwriting. Uh, So I actually got that tattooed, but it was sort of comforting to see, oh, September 14th is actually my birthday. And so cool. after seeing that, there was kind of a shift in how I felt about my birthday. I mean, I still feel very strongly that having a lot of chocolate is a great time, but (laughs) having it confirmed that this is your actual birthday was pretty cool, too. Yeah. So did they not give you the gum wrapper when your parents originally went to China? They did not. (laughs) It's kind of weird to hold on to. So for all the years, I was celebrating my correct birthday, but there was always that feeling of uneasiness of knowing, is this really actually my birthday? Should I be more Mm -hmm. inclined to celebrate when I was adopted? Which I didn't necessarily do either. But (laughs) yeah, I think, I don't know about you, Jay, Mike, do you know if your birthday is actually your birthday? Uh, actually, my birthday is indeed my uh, birthday, but this is just me because I'm one of those very few adoptees that actually has an actual birth certificate. One of the probably one of the very few that me that me have that. And my case as an adoptee is a little bit different. I never met my biological father, and he actually literally uh, abandoned my biological mom 
Bros even uh, born, and and I got adopted uh, later, just the following uh, months and days after my uh, my biological mom died. It's just that that certificate, all right. So I want to look at that birth certificate. It's like there's a bit of an uneasiness that in the bottom left-hand side of the certificate, it would say that my biological parents are this person and that person. And they would say if they're married. And they're not even married. So while on one hand, yes, that is my birthday and my birth certificate. Cool. That seems official to me. And I accept it as my birthday. That little teeny tiny thing about my biological parent situation about being married just to make it official for me to have that birth certificate. Because in the Philippines, if you don't have married parents, you're seen as a second class citizen. It's a very weird culture, I will admit in saying that. Kind of makes me feel like what else in my birth certificate seems like a lie besides that. And... When I think about it, is there's just that a general uneasiness of what else in there that I just do not know besides, hey, this is my birthday, could probably be official, but hey, if it's in this certificate, might as well just shut up and accept it. So that's how I feel about when I, every time I look about my certificate. And sometimes I carry that kind of feeling on my birthdays where I'm like wondering, it's my birthday, but it just feels weird. Yeah, I can understand that when... Because it's it's kind of like all the complications that go behind, you know, your birthday and you kind of coming into this world. It is very comp, uh, uh, very very complicated. I mean, I've heard many stories about uh, other adoptees being uncertain about their birthdays, whether it's real or not, or that it's approximate. And of course, there's going to be some adoptees that are fairly one hundred percent that's their birthday. But it's just I don't know. Even if it's an official piece of paper, you know, it just kind of makes you wonder, is this really official? Is this it? Mm-hmm. Like those questions of if it's like, because it, that one thing is kind of forged in a way. So like what else beyond that is forged? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, because, because even official documents can be forged. And hell, even your parents can lie just to, mm-hmm. to, get, that, to, get, the, to get that official piece of paper. So that kind of leaves everything pretty dubious when you think about it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, for me, um, that's what I feel too. When I look at like my adoptive papers, and it says, "Oh, your birthday is April seventh," but I I have always wondered, like, what is my actual birthday? Because I'm like, my brain has always thought of it as like they just wrote that because mm-hmm. it said that they found me supposedly on the steps of a bank, and you know the stories of like uh, orphanages forging papers and claiming to be found in certain ways. Uh, and just like the, the pure estimations of birthday. Mm. So I used to joke. Um, I was like, you know, why couldn't they write, write my birthday as like four, eight? Because then it would be my favorite number and it would have been great. <laughs> so, yeah, in that case, it could be we, we could pick any arbitrary day and just let it be. OK, I'm just going to celebrate another year of being alive. Yeah, I, basically, yeah. Yeah. For the longest time, that actually feels like it, where it's like, yay, another day of being alive, whatever, just another day. And it's just that as you get older, as you kind of come into terms uh, with yourself, you're like, is this how I'm going to be seeing my, uh, that, how I'm going to see myself every single day, day of the year? That's like, it's my birthday, whoop de freaking do. It actually <laughs> does, get, it just gets tiring, you know? Mm-hmm. So I- it's like, it's like whether you feel like your birthday is real or not, and this is something I've cared for a long time too. 
just sometimes envy people who are 100% certain that's their birthday and they are go all out on it. While for me, it's like, should I? <laughs> you could do what I do. And when I turned 21, it ended up being like a birthday week slash month. Because you, you just go. celebrate with different people for a while. So it just keeps continuing. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's fair to say that there are a lot of adoptees who don't necessarily feel as some of us here on this call, this this recording, feel that we don't really like our birthdays. But there are a fair amount of adoptees that I've spoken with who mm-hmm. do like to do a birthday week or birthday month. And so I think it's really great that there are our people who embrace the day that supposedly they're born but also so I don't want to say we all hate our birthdays here because I don't think that's the case either yeah Yeah. although in the passive aggressive teenage years oh yeah I definitely was on that boat of that's not actually my birthday it's just Mm -hmm. an arbitrary day and we all alive so interesting thing is that China's what in some regions 12 hours ahead so when you were born, technically, it could have been a different day in the um, West. True. Which is also something to consider. Also for me, because, so they estimated my birthday because they said they found me a week after um, I was born. And so that's how they assigned July 23rd to me. And mm. yeah, so because July 23rd kind of falls between like, if you if you look at the horoscopes for the months, it's on the... Um, it switches between Cancer and Leo on like July 22nd. And so part of me is always, whenever people are talking about like astrology signs, I'm always like, but am I a Cancer or am I a Leo? Like I always feel like the, Ooh. Mm-hmm. yeah. Because technically I'm a Leo, but I think I think I feel a bit more like a Cancer. I'm more emotional, <laughs> but. Well, happy belated birthday. It's been three days. Yeah, yay. <laughs> yeah, well, happy, happy belated birthday over there. Oh, thanks. It's uh, it's kind of like what Ali was saying. I've made it my birthday week. Nice. So I've been celebrating with like family and friends. So I guess this yeah. is the conclusion of your birthday week. It is. Very cool. That's. I love how you brought astrology up because I definitely enjoy reading about personalities reflective of astrology. And the other day I was looking at the astrology sign of somebody I have a crush on and I was comparing oh. it. And then I was thinking, what about people who are right on the cusp of between the signs? How do they, do they just choose one they feel more aligned with or? I do it for both. Okay. Have you guys ever wondered like the whole moon rising and sun setting or something? Those signs like that you need to know to like the exact hour. And I would have like friends who'd be like, oh, I know like my moon rising and blah, blah, blah. Or I'm like, I guess I always felt like a jealousy about that. I don't know if that was like something you guys have ever encountered be honest with you, the, entire, the thing about, gosh, this is kind of new stuff to me and hearing about uh, lunar phases being affecting on personality and whatnot uh, on your birth sign. That's actually new to me. But then again, my adopted dad is the one that's, ironically, my adopted father is the one who's always into astrology. And I cannot tell you the many times I get a, a random text or a message from my dad being like, son, don't forget your are Libra. And Da, 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 da. always look for your compatibilities and this person sighing and I'm like dad can you <laughs> not you're texting me while I'm in the middle of work now, this is the same guy who for the longest time keeps on thinking I'm born in the year of the rat and I have to correct him I'm like dad I'm a dog I was like I thought you're right I'm like no dad I'm a dog you raised me and you totally forgot my birth year what kind of adoptive dad are you 
I mean, he knows I don't take that person. Uh, I don't say that in a very harsh way, but it's just that once in a while I'm like, it's, it's both amusing and cringy at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, just out of curiosity, when it comes to science, besides you uh, on your own interest on science, parents even kind of get into this cringy astrology related conversations with you guys on who you should be compatible with or your personality or whatever, yada, yada, yada. Oh, Jay, Mike, I'm jealous. I love that. I would love it <laughs> if my parents sent me astrology stuff, especially as a nice little break. Jay, Mike, you pessimist. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you can have to blame my dad on this one here because he taught me to be a realist long before my dad stepped into astrology. And now he's the guy who's into astrology while I'm more of the pessimist, which is a very, very weird reversal. I think sometimes people just like something to believe in, you know, and Mm -hmm. like to find some connection or meaning. And for a lot of people, that is astrology, you know? It's true. But that's true. And I've noticed that just as of late in the last couple of years, I kind of accept the fact that, yay, it's my birthday. Uh, I'm from the year of the dog. My element is water. I am a dog. Does that make me a seal? (laughs) (laughs) The dog is the... I mean, that's not because, yeah, yeah, dog of the sea, doggo of the sea. So it's just that I'm kind of getting, I'm understanding a bit of the astrology and I'm seeing the humor of it. I've always found astrology funny, actually, for me, because um, all of my astrological signs point to aggressive. <laughs> I ended, I'm born in the year of the tiger, so I've kind of got that fire fierceness in me. Uh, and then, you know, um. Aries is also like I'm that's my uh, western sign and that's under like the god of war (laughs) so I'm like oh man how did I end up like with the two most aggressive signs and a lot of people who meet me are like you're an Aries like like someone said like oh you're one of the few Aries I actually like you're not that aggressive (laughs) (laughs) and so I think bringing it back to when you were talking about knowing about your what time I don't know if it was what time you were born but I would say being a little, I was a little bit envious sometimes of hearing other people's stories of saying, this is the time when I was born. Because you think about the process of child labor and how that can range from a day to six days even. I mean, it Mm -hmm. varies, of course. But hearing other people talk about the time they were born, I always got a little bit more envious in that case because it's always kind of nice to think more about the story of how your birth came to be i mean we can all look nine months back from supposedly the day we were born but i think there's so much more intimacy involved with knowing the process that your mother might have went through or just how you came into the world Uh, because i know sometimes on people's birthdays for adoptees and i guess it depends but for adoptees it seems on people's birthdays they feel some sort of resentment or a lot of negativity towards their birth mother. And then it can also range in the opposite direction. But I think the time of somebody's birth always intrigued me. And I was always envious when somebody was like, yeah, I was born at 3.30, 4 a.m. on that day. I was like, good for you, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, when I look at my birth certificate, it would say that I was born at 4 in the morning. That's what it would say. And the skeptical part of me is is like, Really? Am I really born at four o'clock in the morning? 
is that how the hell is that hospital still operating at that time of the day it's just i'm that skeptical of myself well i think that hospitals have to operate 24 7 especially Mm -hmm. because i mean they can't just tell your mom yeah you can't have your baby between these hours (laughs) not allowed to come out you stay in there (laughs) can you imagine that would be a very weird conversation if my mom, if she was still alive, and if I had known her a little bit more, I would have loved to have a conversation of, Mom, why did you give gave birth to me at four something in the morning? I mean, isn't that the worst thing to ever be thrown out to the world at at four o'clock in the morning while everybody's sleeping and the doctors want to go home? I would love to have a conversation with that one there. Technically, that's on you, actually, because yeah, you as a baby were like, you know what? I'm done. We're, we're leaving this womb. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> oh, God. That is actually that is a very weird, surreal conversation with myself over that. After, maybe after this little chat we have, probably I'm, I'm going to be asking myself so many questions. <laughs> it's your fault, water dog. <laughs> oh, my God. And, uh, oh god this is gonna this is going to end up becoming the running joke of the day if, if everybody gets to know about me on this one um so yeah it's just unfortunately um regarding with double checking everything in the records it kind of sucks given the fact that the hospital that i was born in from my province it was decommissioned a long time ago so had i known or even had the urge to find out more about myself Maybe I would have a little bit more confirmation about it, but the fact that I'm just given a birth certificate from my dad before uh, he and I parted ways, it's like, here you go, son, your birth certificate. Keep this in your records. Don't lose it. And I'm like, okay. And Sorry, did you know your um, birth father? I know my birth fa- father by name, but I've never met my uh, birth father. From what I'm just, from what I'm told, he literally left my mom before I was even born. So that, so that kind of also let, left me so many questions with that birth cer- certificate being like, okay, would it be my mom just, I don't know, just saying, oh, this is the guy that, that, that's, his, that's his dad. Um, I'm married to him. And somehow maybe even grab somebody, grab a friend or a relative just to forge the signature and just say, oh, yep, that's the guy. You know? I mean, this is the Philippines. The Philippines does is not very good. It's at, who knows? The Philippines back then in the 80s are not very good at keeping records at the time, you know? So it kind of leaves so many gaps of what was happening at the time. That kind of makes me question myself a lot. It's amazing how, how a piece of paper can really make you think twice about yourself. Mm-hmm. Do you guys want to have children someday? I know this is kind of like going left field. It's just a curious. Oh, that's side. a very, very good because in question. relation to sorry, Jay, just to finish the question, like in relation to birthdays, like having your own children, do you think you would feel differently about their birthday in comparison to your own? If I'm crazy enough to end up being a dad, emphasis <laughs> on crazy enough, I would say I would feel a lot happier knowing my kid's birthday is for certain that. I was there the day they were born, and I will definitely high key celebrate the shit out of it until I leave this planet. Aww. I would say I would care more about my kid's birthday more than my own, to be very honest Aww. with you guys. I think that's what happens when you become a parent. It kind of does. But, if, but especially as speaking as an adoptee, I guess that's more reasons to celebrate because at least you are for certain that 
you know this is the real thing rather than just even a, 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 a piece of paper that's supposed to be your official birthday or in the case of any other other adoptee where the birthday is like in a piece of wrap or piece of paper, as at least you have something that is so concrete and you get the extra boon of having a screaming kid on your hand. For me, um, sometimes when I think about having a child, one thing that's kind of appealing to me is like that child that I have would be the only blood relative I probably ever know in my life, mm. which is, I think, mm-hmm. really, it's really cool and really weird at the same time. I never thought about it that way. Unless you get really lucky and you find your birth family. They're a blood relative. I actually do have blood relatives. And thanks to the power that is Facebook, they actually found me a few years back. Just oh, pretty, wow. Which is really surreal. A few years ago, I actually did visit them in the Philippines. And it was the, one of the most surreal experiences I've had in my entire life. But I will also say it's the most awkward experience in my whole entire life. Um, to be very honest with you guys... Having a kid of my own, I would say I would have a more special connection with my own blood from coming from me genetically and say my entire uh, blood relatives, because at least there's something that I can connect to, something I can hold on to and just say, this is family. It's just as concrete as it gets. Do your Filipino relatives on Facebook wish you a happy birthday on your wall every year? They do. They actually do say uh, happy birthday on, uh, on my wall every single year. Have you thought about connecting them with them? Like maybe one day visiting the Philippines and like getting to spend time with them? I actually did in a, uh, for a couple of weeks in the Philippines. And it's mm-hmm. a mixed bag. And I'll be very honest with you. It's a, it's a mixed bag of experiences. On one hand with the older relatives, it's like meh. I really do not want to have to deal with them again because of cultural differences and I guess there's that Filipino conservatism that kind of drives me nuts because I actually do not feel at home because of the way I was treated with them. They actually give me a cold shoulder because apparently I am not what they thought I would be, which is kind of sad. But younger relatives, I am more receptive coming from younger relatives because at least they kind of understand that I'm away from everybody else in the family and they know that I'm kind of that I'm different from everybody else. So I have better reception in accepting a happy birthday greet from my younger relatives. At the same time, it is so surreal. Every year that I get to see a birthday greet from my relatives. And it's like, didn't you guys find me on Facebook this amount of time ago? And now you guys are treating my birthday as if it's the most regular thing in your whole entire life? I wonder if it's like a sense of guilt, too. Um, at the end of the day, it's a nice gesture, but I just cannot help it just thinking this is so damn surreal and i'm so shocked that they're treating this so casually like they've known me their whole lives when really i still don't know who the heck they are yeah so how did they find you on facebook it all began with one of my distant cousins from australia accidentally finding me on uh, facebook and this was not in my current facebook account it was in my original facebook account when i had to delete it so when my australian cousin found me uh, Facebook and wondering if that's me and I confirmed it the next thing I know the next following days weeks months they just piled up and being like oh my god you are my long lost cousin and I'm like oh shit I should have not I should have said no I'm not related to you it's just that awkward it's also kind of pretty weird when I have to run into my mom's remaining sisters it's just so surreal and awkward at the same time 
And there's, of course, there's that hint of pain, to be very honest with you guys. Um, I'll also like to point out that, like most adoptees, I actually got to spend some time with my biological mom uh, before she passed away. So I do have photo- some photographs of her, and I did get to have some bonding time before she uh, passed away. But even to this very day, I don't know who my mom is as a person. I don't even know her entire backstory, to be honest with you. So it's like on one hand, it's my mom, but on the other hand, like she's a complete stranger and all i have in common with my mom is her middle names last names that we pick uh, that we adopted from my dad and the fact that she's mom that's all i kind of knew but everything else i really don't know that's how it really feels like every time i think about my own birthday also birthdays seem to be quite a big thing for adoptees but at the same time it's also one big question mark when is your birthday october 17th Oh, he's a Libra for sure. Yep, definitely a Libra. You don't seem to have the positivity of a Libra, though. <laughs> uh, to Side be, eye. I know, I know. I've heard, I've heard, I've been told a hundred times, or even look into papers that Libras are supposed to be optimistic, happy-go-lucky. Yeah, that's what that's what everybody's been saying. But they're like, "Geez, Mike, you're the most grim Libra I've ever met." For real. That's the funny thing though is your birthday is the same exact birthday as the person that I have a crush on. So I looked into this and I was like, Libras are supposed to be optimistic <laughs> and indecisive. I was like, J Mike seems pretty decisive about how he feels about a lot of this stuff. And he's not very happy go lucky about it here. I can understand the family thing though, the point that he's making of it is kind of weird when, you know, the understanding of family is like people you're supposed to be close to and you're supposed to have this connection. But then when you meet them, they're nothing more than strangers or mm-hmm. the one that you want to know and you know nothing about, like the person that you came from, the one who carried you and you were with for nine months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a lot with expectation too. Like people, no matter yeah. what, everybody's got some sort of expectation. Even when they say they don't, there's like an expectation they have about how a person should be or what they believe in or what they should feel about something related to your own experience. So when I'm sure I I can see why you wouldn't be as positive about your family. I'm just teasing you, J Mike, in a, in an endearing way, but yeah, it's, it's tough to, I think the biggest thing and in going with birthdays too, it helps fulfill some expectation. Maybe we have as adoptees about ourselves and who we are because having a birthday or having a confirmed birthday even more fulfills an expectation we have about ourselves. Like, oh, I, I am more sure and I know more about my identity because my birthday is confirmed or not confirmed. Uh, so that's kind of this abstract concept related to... Um, Alia, I think you were saying you, you study psychology, so I'm sure you can sort of like understand a little bit about or I didn't study psychology, so I won't speak for you, but I was like, I feel like this relates back to a lot of like self-identity and how birthday does become such a huge factor that we focus in on as adoptees too. Yeah, I mean, it kind of goes back to like just wanting to know your own origin story. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the struggles, like as you mentioned, like identity is a huge thing for just anyone growing up. And being an adoptee uh, kind of especially gives you that because you're trying to piece together so many forms of your identity and you're kind of almost figuring out like the, the, the story of your initial trauma 
honestly. It really does, because I mean, even if you have, even if you know your confirmed birthday, and even if you have that certificate, it just it just wraps up in your head. I was just you're just trying to figure out, okay, how did I came to this world? What was the story going on at the time? Details. I would love to know details. Mm-hmm. And especially when you're coming from a third world country where everything is just sketchy, you just have no idea what else is going on. You just have your own imposter syndrome because every time you question yourself, you're kind of wondering what else is there about you. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting because you have a certificate that has a lot of details, which I'm not sure how many adoptees, Asian adoptees, have a certificate. But even having a certificate, you still have a lot of feelings, it seems, of questions. And it almost makes you question more, which I've heard that ha- that can happen. So it's kind of a mind-boggling to hear it firsthand. Yeah, it is. I will admit, it is very mind-boggling. Uh, very mind-boggling. And this is definitely the complete opposite of what adoptees would be asking themselves regarding what birthdays I would have, to, but I would still have to go back again and just say, it's amazing how just that one sheet of paper tells the story of how you got in here. You still doubt the living heck out of it. Are you happy, J. Mike? Uh, happy in being alive. <laughs> <laughs> well, to answer your question, generally I am getting a lot happier these days. Don't get me wrong; I may be the grimmest water dog slash libra you'll ever meet i'm not gonna lie when i say pretty recently i'm starting to be a whole lot happier and i'm still working on it oh that's good yeah i hope you continue to become happier i hope so too but i'm just kind of pissed that thanks to the coronavirus i cannot do my usual hey i'm going out of town just to celebrate my birthday so i can get away from you people bye bye I do wonder how coronavirus is going to affect like Halloween and stuff because this does go back to birthdays, I promise. So it's like my birthday is September 14th and a lot of times, especially the past few years, I get a crap ton of chocolate as a gift, right? So then when Halloween comes around the day after, you can get it for sale and it's not the best quality. But then you had kind of have like December, which is Christmas, where you have more chocolate and then it goes on sale. And then mm-hmm. Valentine's Day is like the jackpot, right? So basically, yeah. I accumulate all this chocolate either at a really low cost or it's been gifted to me because even those holidays, I get chocolate too. So I love the like timing of my birthday because it just continues my cycle for the year of like endless chocolate supply. <laughs> it's only in the summer where I'm like, hmm, I kind of wish there was like 4th of July was a big chocolate holiday, but it's really not in America. Or is there a summer holiday that really has a lot of chocolate involved? What about Easter? Easter's hmm. around my time. But I find like a lot of more like fruity stuff, honestly. Like because they like going yeah. for all the colors. True, but I would have to admit that during Easter, you would still see a plethora of chocolates. Um, by the way, side note, I also like chocolate. And that's one of my guilty pleasures also. Ooh. It's also a guilty pleasure when I see white chocolate and it's in the shape of a bunny. You like white chocolate? Oh, I can't agree there. I can't. I'm sorry. White that's chocolate. not real chocolate, is it? I'm it's not an expert. Butter. Yeah, I was like, I'm not an expert. But does that come from the cocoa bean? Cocoa butter and sugar. 
It's cocoa um, butter and sugar. So, so, cocoa butter and sugar. So, in my point of view, if it's cocoa butter and if it's coming from a cocoa bean, that is chocolate. Whatever. Just <laughs> smack my lips over here and chocolate thing. Make it but awful the- for editing. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't help it now that I'm being judged for my taste of chocolate. <laughs> Just kidding. Whatever. <laughs> um. So, yeah, you do raise a very, very good question thanks to the coronavirus thing. It's just the things that you kind of enjoyed around your birthday, whether it be chocolate, traveling, and being a total foodie about it, uh, it kind of affects you and how you're really going to celebrate. Mm-hmm. So I guess maybe... This the corona is forcing us to go back to the basics on how we really think about our birthdays. By the way, I haven't thought about that until now. That now that I mention it, that you that the pandemic it really kind of makes you think twice on how you're really going to at least make the best of your birthday. I mean, I can speak on that because my birthday was basically at like the start, and when this stuff was like pretty serious, where it was like, don't leave if you don't have to. And it was like, well, crap, <laughs> it's my birthday. No, and I am one of the people who really likes to celebrate and like celebrate with different friends. And you kind of, just, as you guys mentioned, you really just don't get that unless you put in the effort now, honestly, of like trying to get friends together on like a birthday Zoom call or, you know, like kind of setting up your own birthday thing. So for me, I got myself an ice cream cake and ate like half the cake. <laughs> sounds amazing you know like right now you kind of just have to figure it out yourself and kind of just accept the simple things and it kind of just goes back to honestly what a birthday is really about is just like being alive and that's what it's kind of been for me for a while um because for me I used to struggle with like really bad uh mental health and just you know OCD severe depression the whole works and there was a time where I ended up going being hospitalized for it and after that, I kind of grew an appreciation almost for my birthday of, wow, I'm like this age now, like <laughs> five years ago, I did not think I'd even make it to this time, you know? Um, and so I've just found birthdays extra special of it's another year that, you know, you've fought whatever battles you had to fight. Um, you've pushed it against the odds, you know, that I even exist here because as I've seen, you know, in a previous episode, we were talking about the documentary. I could have just been in the, uh, you know, dead on the side of the road. So just mm. the fact that I exist is just become more special to me. Mm. Mm. I think you also mentioned that because I can't tell how many times I've had some very close friends that would actually remind me just being like, Mike, you survived another year. You do realize you kind of need to not take yourself too seriously, right? You survived this, this amount of time and you've beaten the odds i mean you did say it yourself mike could have been dead in a hundred ways and but here you are alia just made such a beautiful statement that was so positive and then you were i thought it was like jay mike's also being real positive it's so great and then you totally were like and then you could die a hundred ways i was like oh well <laughs> what you, what let's, you be let's get we're gonna help you jay mike right now think about the hundred ways that you've lived jay mike yeah How about that? there you go <laughs> This is coming from someone with like bad depression, man. You gotta, you gotta think about the hundred ways you've lived. Yes, because that's a really good point that you made. It is true. I have always respected birthdays in the sense that you are celebrating that you are here another year, that you made it through with everything going on. And in times when I've been able to celebrate a birthday with like a romantic partner, it's even more enjoyable because I think there's 
a way of celebrating birthdays with your friends, but also celebrating birthdays with a romantic partner also seems to be even more special. And it's like, oh, I'm really glad I'm alive to be here and meet you or to have met you. Yeah, Tara, that was me <laughs> this birthday because I spent it with um, my boyfriend. And it's it's kind of like, as you mentioned, like you get to ha- you have your life and you're so glad to have met them. And for me, I'm lucky that, you know, I've met this person and it's someone that I want to spend the rest of my birthdays with. And it kind of adds that le- another mm-hmm. layer of specialness to it. That's so cute. <laughs> it is. That is actually so cute that I almost want to shed a tear over that. J. Mike. No, actually, I'm saying I mean that very. I'm actually mean that very genuinely because I mean that is actually so nice. It's actually it's more than just being cute. It's actually so nice, and I would say that really adds a lot more more meaning of to your birthday when you really have somebody to just spend it with. I mean, (laughs) honestly, that'd be something I would like, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, when. That's the hard part, man. It doesn't come when you're looking. <laughs> I know. But I mean, yeah, I'm, 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 other than that, though, it's, it's really good that you actually spend your birthday with somebody you really care about. And kind of makes things a lot more easier to kind of accept your birthday, doesn't it? Yeah, and like a larger picture. It's like, I know it's a small little thing of, oh, it's another day that I'm alive. But honestly, as an adoptee, it feels like, well, it's another day that I'm here and I can connect with the people who mean a lot to me in my life, especially somebody that I could potentially spend the rest of my life with too but yeah I think that definitely plays a big role and J Mike there is somebody out there for you don't feel like you are alone uh I'm working on the part on the not alone part because I mean one of the best things about as of as of late really it's just it's actually nice to know that there's actually a lot of other uh, a lot of adoptees out there and by the way, shout out to Subtle Asian Traits for actually pushing us to have this thing called Subtle Asian Adoptee Traits. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But, uh, just rather very recently, it's nice to know there's other adoptees that I can relate to, especially when it comes to birthdays, when it comes to life in general. That kind of makes things a lot less alone for me. Because for the longest time, I have to kind of give up my background that not only am I an adoptee, I'm a I was, I'm a former military kid, so I have been used to spending so many years just by myself. And I kind of felt very lonely for the longest time. And the fact that I am now recently starting to have friends, which is kind of a new thing for me. Friends, really. Especially having adoptive friends they can relate to. It's like, mm. not as alone as I think uh, I, I am, but it's nice to know. But, um, yeah, <laughs> working on that part. Pardon me if I sounded so awkward. No, you, you bring up a good point, though. Because birthdays, you also think about connecting with friends. And as an adoptee, I know personally, in my experience, it's been hard to make friendships that actually last. And so when it came to birthdays, and it's like, oh, I don't really have that many friends here at my university. Who do I celebrate with? So, yeah, in that regards, I can agree with your not-so-optimistic view there. It's really tough when you have not made a lot of friends to then think about your birthday and who you're going to celebrate with. And if you don't have friends or you don't have that romantic partner, birthdays can become a sad thing. But going back to Alia's point, um, it truly is a celebration of we're alive another day. We're here. Yay. We can go eat all the chocolate we want. If you're a chocolate person, 
or, or that nice big ice cream cake, which, by the way, thank you for probably giving me an idea. Yeah, ice cream cake, man. It's so great. And then you have it after your birthday and you just continue celebrating. Man, I feel like ice cream cake is the time of youth when much younger at those parties you have when you were kids. Yeah. How- yeah. it now. Oh, delicious. <laughs> now you guys feel me a little bit je- jealous over the ice cream cake because I haven't had that in years. Go buy yourself an ice cream cake, J-Bike. Your birthday's in two months. Maybe I should just do what you guys are doing. Maybe celebrate the entire month where every day is my birthday, even though I'm not 100% sure about it because it's from a piece of paper. Hey, celebrate the whole month. Yes. Man, imagine how different your perspective would be if you didn't have the certificate. Do you think it would be different, J. Mike? If I didn't have the certificate, I guess the attitude is very similar to what I have now, but even more grim about it. Oh. Thank God for the certificate. I was going to say, geez. (laughs) It's almost kind of comforting not having any sort of certificate because the, having the unknown, not know the details. Sometimes I feel like you have to make your own story, though, you know? Yeah. Like, that's the only place you're going to really find comfort because as an adoptee, you kind of have to accept that there's a chance that you just may never find out any of those answers. And you kind of have mm-hmm. to make your own, or at least that's how I've found it. And I've, I like, made comfort with myself of, like, this is what I'm going to believe my story is. Mm. Isn't there a quote out there that says, how can you miss something that you never knew you didn't have? I don't exactly mm-hmm. know who said it, but it's, it's in that idea. I think of that related to adoption, especially birthdays. It's how can you miss something that you didn't know was there? Like not having a certificate, not knowing a birth parent's name or anything. How can I miss that if I didn't have that? I think you can miss a dream of it. Or as you mentioned before, like expectations or, you know. Oh, true. Like kind of the like idea when you see other it. people celebrate or have those certain things in your life. It's kind of like, man, wonder what that's like. Wish I could have that. True. The idea, the dream. Okay. So before we uh, wrap up this episode, is there any final thoughts you guys want to share? It was really fun talking with you guys about birthdays. The conversation went a lot deeper than I had anticipated. <laughs> and then it was nice to talk with you, Water Dog. Well, likewise. So, I mean, and by the way, since you're going to be moving to New York, and I sincerely hope that if things open up next month, I might want it to you because I have a habit of going to New York around my birthday. Oh, you'll find me too. Guys, if that's going to be the case, we really need to talk about this. Yeah, I'm down. Sounds good. Cool. Um, I guess my closing remark is, as, is just that I'm really hoping that next birthday should be a lot different than this one it should be a i don't know i'm just hoping that my next birthday maybe this one or the year after i'm just hoping to be a little bit more epic that means <laughs> as vague as that sounds i'm just hoping it's epic if not mm. fun it's in your hands man i believe <laughs> in you <laughs> i know so i'm just gonna have to come up with that one there but yeah it was really nice talking to you guys about birthdays because it's nice to hear what the perspectives on birthdays from your end as adoptees. And it's, it's something that I've always wanted to talk to for a long time regarding with mine. So it's, it's a very deep conversation about so something so simple as birthdays. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm really glad that both of you were able to make it and that we were able to get everyone on Discord despite some difficulties at the <laughs> beginning. 
And it was really fun, like, as you guys said, exploring this topic and definitely a lot of things to think about now post episode. Yep. Thanks for joining us today. Tune in next week for our discussion of Gotcha Days. If you're interested in participating in one of these episodes, feel free to email us at summer.between.podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to join our Instagram family at summer underscore between underscore fam to stay connected with updates, casting calls, and more. See you guys next week.